Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's message, Pastor Ed Young continues the series, Woke or Awake, with a talk called Filtering Through a Woke Worldview. Pastor Ed is tackling a topic that's buzzing in our culture, wokeism. He's going to dissect this concept with a biblical lens, helping us understand it from a God-centric worldview. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. You know, have you guys ever lost any sunglasses before? That's a terrible thing, isn't it? This past summer, I was in my boat. I have a little 17-foot boat. It's called a Hell's Bay. That's a unique name for a boat, isn't it? A Hell's Bay Marquesas. Anyway, I was out there by myself, and I inadvertently, I don't know how this happened, knocked my sunglasses off and they fell in about 15 feet of water. So I'm thinking to myself, well, I can't really see them. I didn't like all the glare and, and all the, the elements, so I thought, I'm just gonna dive and find these glasses. So I kinda knew generally where they were, dove down and searched the bottom, and sure enough, I came up with my sunglasses and cleaned them off, put them on, and continued throughout my day. Today, we're gonna do that as a church. We're going to collectively dive deep and recover our sunglasses, our worldview. We're going to look at this perspective, this panoramic perspective about life that all of us have. Now, some of you here are anti-woke. I would say you're awake to the things of God, awesome. Other people here, you'd be like, you know, Ed, I don't really know what I am. I'm kind of straddling the fence. I, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm semi-woke, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person with, with a sort of some aspects of a Christian worldview, but I, I still, you know, I, I want that social justice and, and I'm against racism and all that. Others here, you would go, I'm woke, I'm woke. We have all different people here, all different Folks represented, I want you just to take a deep breath and think with me. Because whenever you talk about a worldview, we've got to think how we think. And if we're not intentional about our worldview, a worldview will surround us and confound us and we will adopt it. And that's what's happening with this woke view, this, this, this world of woke. So let's dive down deep. Put on some glasses, and I think our perspectives uh, are gonna change and we're gonna see the importance of a worldview. If you look at human history, let's start AD 400 
1600. You've got basically man looking up at the transcendence of God. You have man believing in universal objective truth. From 1600 until 1960, roughly, you have the, the, you have the modern phase. You got the pre-modern phase, the one I just talked to you about. Then you have the modern phase. The modern phase, you had man looking outside himself for answers. Then you had the postmodern phase, and the postmodern phase is all about man looking within himself. So it gets more and more twisted. When I look within myself, I'm staring at the dark, slimy, ugly waters of depravity. So this is the best we have away from God, wokeism. I, I totally get it. And you can see wokeism has hijacked some of these beautiful things from Christianity. Compassion. Sex, uniquely being made man or woman. I mean, if you told me 10 years ago that the most controversial statement I can make today would be this. A man has male parts and a woman has female parts. And marriage is for a man and a woman. If you would have told me 10 years ago, Ed, man, you better not say that. You might be canceled off all of your social media platforms. It's, it's insanity. It's insanity, and the reason we don't see it as insanity is because we're in our little boats and our glasses are gone. They're at the bottom of the body of water we find ourselves in. It's time that we recover it. What do we do? We adopt a God-centric worldview. There's really only one worldview. That's Jesus. That's, that, that's it. I mean, yeah, I could argue that the other worldview, and I guess I could do this, would be paganism. And basically, wokeism is neo-paganism, neo being new. That's what it is. It's just, it's just paganism. It's, it's, it's all about turning away from the transcendence of God, turning away from this and that and looking within ourselves. Uh, a worldview is like an HVAC system. Do you, do you, I'm sure most of us have those. You know, the other day I was talking to the head of our facilities and I said, how much does our HVAC system cost here? He's looked at me and he goes, millions. I go, wait a minute. Because I don't think about it, do you? I, mean, I don't think about, wow, feels so good in here, Fellowship Church. It costs millions. And he goes, yeah, the other day one of our units ran out. I'm like, don't even tell me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and then he talked about the filtering system, the complex filtering system that takes away the contaminants and pollutants. And I'm thinking, that's worldview. That's worldview. Our worldview, a biblical worldview, is like a holy HVAC system. And here's what it looks like. The Bible says to us in Colossians 2, eight through 10, see to it that no one takes you captive. That means no one through hollow and deceptive philosophy, 
which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Now, I understand wokeism is all over the place, but also too, if you study your history, Christians dealt with crazy stuff like this and we have dealt with whacked out stuff like this for thousands and thousands of years. I mean, a great illustration is, look at Rome and, 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 and all that and their persecution of Christians and how they were totally off the reservation and on and on and on. But there are benefits to a Christian worldview, benefits. Sometimes people say, Ed, okay, why are you a Christian? And as I said last time, I'm a Christian because, uh, well, the worldview is one of the reasons. Well, why the worldview? Why is this the best worldview? Number one, there's logical consistency. It's logical, the biblical worldview. Number two, you have empirical adequacy. You have empirical evidence that you can stack up the historicity of the Bible, just the witnesses and the testimonies of people in life change, the emerging church, on and on and on. Also, you have existential relevancy. Christianity, the Christian worldview, answers the major questions. Why am I here? Where am I going? What's the meaning of life? That's why, one of the reasons, that I am a Christian. Let's talk about identity, identity. Now, in the left column, you'll have the wokers. In the right column, you'll have those who, who would have a Christian worldview. The woke says, as far as our identity, the woke is about being a victim. I'm a victim, go back to Marx. I'm a victim, I'm oppressed. Go back to the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve. I'm a victim. It was a woman's fault, Adam said. The woman said, no, it was a snake's fault. I just blame, I, I don't wanna take responsibility for stuff, do you? No, you don't. That's tough to do that, but, but, but as, as a woker, they're always pointing the finger at other people and other entities. And if you're a part of the, the Caucasian group, you can never, ever have forgiveness for your sins, ever, ever. When God made us, he made us as one. He didn't make races. He did not make races. We're one, we're one. Now obviously we come from different cultures and due to melanin and things like that, we're unique and different, but you mean my identity is gonna be because I'm a, I'm a victim? You gotta be kidding me, I'm more than that. As a Christian, I'm in Christ. So again, to a woker, it's just the melanin in my skin. It's just my gender and my sexual orientation. But as a believer, man, read Galatians 4, 7. I'm God's child. He's made me an heir. I'm unique. I'm one of a kind. Remember, I have potential only because of the death burial and resurrection of Jesus. So I'm not gonna let someone limit me by just the color of my skin, my body parts, and my sexual proclivities give me a massive break. I am not going to allow that to happen. No one is gonna rob you and me of who we are in Jesus. Don't you see this? 
how satanic this is? Because the devil attacks things that remind him of who he should have been and what he used to be. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. How about thoughts? We have, what, 50,000 thoughts a day, some of us? It's a lot of thoughts. What do you do with your thoughts? I read a study by the National Science Foundation said that 80% of our thoughts are negative. That's bad, isn't it? And 95% are reoccurring. Our thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. What do we do with thoughts? Thoughts. We put them through this holy HVAC system. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse five, the Bible says that we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take, say it with me. Captive, Captive right. Every thought to make it obedience to Christ. So I have thoughts, you have thoughts, some are positive, some are negative. Some are pure, some are impure. Guys, let me talk to you. When I have an impure thought, I do. You, you will too. What do you do with the thought? Do you say, okay, Jesus, take it captive. Do you say, I'm gonna concentrate on things that are beautiful and noble and true, the things that produce the fruits of the Spirit? Or am I gonna go, wow, I like that thought and I'm gonna give more and more art supplies to the enemy to paint a beautiful picture of that. See, that's where, that's where we get in trouble. That's, that's just kind of some things I'm talking about. Also thoughts, students that, that, that people will put into your mind in school. Thoughts that professors will put into your mind at, at so many communistic colleges. They'll put these thoughts. What are you doing with the thoughts? You either put them through the biblical grid or the humanistic grid? Your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts. The battlefield is in your mind. I, I researched yesterday, I don't know why I was doing this, but I started researching spam. And I, and I looked at the top three spam apps. I won't get into that, but some of the spam apps are passive, others are active. The ones that are passive, you have to engage them 
to, you know, search all of your different devices and things and, and they'll give you alerts. But the ones that are active are constantly searching websites and emails and all these other things and they give you and me alerts. And obviously they keep us from going down those paths and catching those viruses. That's a biblical world view. That's a Christian worldview. It begins with our identity. It segues into our thoughts. And then how about truth? That's the next thing, truth. What is true? Is there such thing as objective, universal truth? Is there such thing as truth that's true all the time? Well, as believers, we believe, we believe in objective truth. As wokers, we believe in subjective truth. Subjective truth. You see, this sounds really sexy. Wokers will say, you know what? What's true to you is true to you, and what's true to me is true to me. As long as we don't hurt each other, everything is cool. Sounds good, but I just made an absurd statement to you. Or the woker will say, there's no such thing as absolute truth. <laughs> well, you've just made a self-refuting world view statement. You see how the enemy twists truth? Again, go back to the garden. He twisted truth to Adam and Eve. Did God really say you shouldn't eat the fruit of the tree? He's holding out on you. He's not being truthful. You'll really know truth once you eat the fruit. You'll know good from evil. You'll be like God. Pride, envy, pleasure, Marx, Nietzsche, Freud. You see how the enemy has used these people to influence us? Everywhere we turn in corporate America, do your research. Corporate America pushed this ball downfield, especially after the 2008 crash. They put pressure on Wall Street, the Wokers. You either open your eyes and we'll take care of you, or you close your eyes and we're coming after you. Then these pathetic CEOs who have no leadership qualities whatsoever, they're afraid to stand. They don't even believe half this stuff from the Wokers. They're just afraid of losing money. And here we go. They're fearful of the hate. When is someone going to stand flat-footed and say, you know what? We love everybody. We accept everybody. But acceptance does not mean approval and applause for their behavior. And sadly, very few churches are talking about this. Very few pastors are talking about this. Very few worship leaders are talking about this because, oh my gosh, they might cancel me. Hey, I've been canceled. Oh, I have. Oh, they might, they might say bad stuff about me on social media. Join the club. I mean, people might leave the church. They have. But we have a bunch of people coming. You realize, you realize just numerically, Fellowship Church, we've been in one of the best growth phases we've had in like 20 or 30 years. So I, I, cannot, I cannot bow down, nor can you, to the fear of man. And here's, here's what's so funny. God just showed this to me uh, several months ago. I was uh, 
watching our two-year-old at the time, grandson, Thunder. Is that a great name? Thunder. Thunder. And he'd been playing in the sand and stuff and dirt. Then Lisa gave him a bath. He walked down the steps, had his pajamas on, and he was getting ready to enter the dirt and sand again. And here's what I said, and here's how I said it. Thunder, no, you can't do that because you've just had your bath. He looked at me and he said, you're not being nice. I said, Lisa, isn't that like human beings? We don't like to hear no. You're not being nice. And we've niceified Jesus. Just, you know, we accept everybody, approve of their behavior. Jesus was kind, nice. There's a difference between nice and kindness, you know? It doesn't always feel good to hear no. Whether you're kind or nice when you say it, or if you say, no! We have to receive it and we have to deliver it the truth in love. How about feelings? Let's go to feelings. We have, we have truth and there's universal truth. It's true in all times, in all spaces and places. Then we have feelings. Feelings emerge from truth, don't they? That's a byproduct. But what does the wokers do? What do the wokers say? The wokers say feelings are central. The wokest, they will put feelings as facts. Oh, I have got to, to say I am a man trapped in a woman's body and if you don't again accept me, I feel this way and applaud me, I feel this way, I might just kill myself. And then you have intersectionality when it says the more boxes I can check off if I'm a Chinese, lesbian, obviously female or whatever, I have more moral authority than a white girl. The more victim status I can check off and, and I feel this way. And then you have people saying, well, I, I identify a woman as a man or, or I identify as a woman and, and using restrooms. And, now I know you know that is complete insanity, don't you? I mean, I mean we, we, we have to understand that. So it doesn't mean we're mean-spirited to people. It just means, hey, that's the deal. Living, living through this HVAC system, living. We either live to glorify ourselves, As I said, you go through pre-modern, modern, post-modern, or we live to glorify God. And glorifying God is reflecting him in everything we do say, touch, and feel. God is the God of glory and we're made to give him glory. So when you go to school, when you're seeing something on social media, when you're watching something on YouTube, when you're reading, when you're discussing something, listen for that worldview because everybody has one. It's my prayer that you would dive deep. I mean, 
way deep and recover the glasses, the lenses that the Lord has just for you. Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment, and it's our prayer that you would feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed continues the series, Woke or Awake. Together, we'll discover exactly what wokeology is. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless. God bless.